This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the High Hopes Podcast. It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Phillies on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yo, it is another edition of the High Hopes Podcast. (laughs) Uh, Jack, I don't even know what to say. I mean, fire Matt Klentak, fire him into the sun. Get him the hell away from my baseball team. Don't let him in the building. I'm just, I'm so sick of this, man. Honestly, no joke, and I hate to say this, and I could never watch a Phillies game and not, like, instinctively root for them, but I am legitimately at the point where the way this team is playing with all the injuries they have and the chances they have in the playoffs, I just don't even want them to make the playoffs. I just want Clintac assured to be gone that is the only thing that matters to me right now legitimately like and and honestly jack i'm tired of watching this this is like torture every night it sucks it's not fun every time i sit down at 705 and get ready to watch a baseball game it's just the beginning of the worst night of my life and we choose to do it every single night choose to do it like this is like it is this, this is fun. psychological this is messed fun. up thing that we do to ourselves. It's awful. And you know what? Is that they get me every time to like the back to back to back tonight. <laughs> I, know, I know. And they like every time they get me and yeah. every time I just leave feeling so broken <laughs> and sad. And, yeah. you know, and oh, God. And it's like. Uh, you know, oh, Heath Embry's warming up. Full disclosure: uh, James and I are recording this <laughs> yeah. in the in the bottom of the ninth. The Phils are down ten six. The last time we did this uh, was also they're wearing powder blues, and uh, Bryce did that little walk off thing, which is sweet. So hey, maybe we'll uh, get the same luck this time. I'm just so sad, and it's not even you know, dude. <laughs> They've let in they've let in forty three of forty nine games. Like they've let in forty three of thirty nine uh, forty three of forty nine baseball games. Their ER their bullpen ERA is seven one seven. It rose again tonight, Jack. Seven one seven ERA. It's the second worst bullpen in the history of baseball <laughs> behind the nineteen thirty Phillies. Like, how do you build the second worst bullpen in the history of baseball? And, and again, not just build it coming into the season, but go out and trade assets for new guys. And it still is bad. It's it's crazy, Jack. It's crazy. It defies logic. You think by accident it couldn't be this bad? They have they have more <laughs> they have more blown leads than saves this year. 
Or no, more blown saves than saves, saves this saves. year. Saves, yeah. It's again. Just, think about like they have eleven blown. Well, I guess now tonight would be twelve. So twelve blown saves tonight. Let's cut that in half and say they just won six of those games. That's not greedy at all. I mean, six of those games they were up by you know four more runs or whatever. I mean, they just win six of those games. They're firmly in second place. We're excited about them heading into the playoffs. They're like, what, like 30 and and uh, 19? I mean, like, we're psyched. We're, we're feeling good. You know, it's just, it's it sucks, man. It's such a waste. This season was such a waste. And that's why where, I, where I'm at where I'm at. And I, like, again, I can't watch him and root against him, but I legitimately, deep down, do not want them to make the playoffs. Like, especially, like, first and foremost, Matt Clantock has to go. But also, on top of that, like, you know what? We've waited so long to get back to the playoffs. I don't want this sham of a team to be the team that brings us back. Like, this sham of a season, this expanded playoffs. Like, it's like, you know, I'm just, I don't like watching this team, Jack. Well, it, it legitimately wouldn't be good for the future of the team. I mean, you know, they legit. Hey, listen. I don't know about you, man, but Mickey's working some good good abs tonight. I mean, he's <laughs> he's worked a walk in the ninth against against Edwin Diaz. I mean, come on, that's good growth. Good growth. <sighs> um, but yeah, them them making the playoffs would probably be bad. Just just from the future of the team, like, because then they could say, oh, you know, this banged up team made a run for the playoffs and. Uh, they got in and whatnot, and dude, Branch I, Ricky's really. I mean, Matt Clentak's really building something here. Right, right, it's all great. Um, like, like literally, if if this if this owner it wasn't such a fraud, and if he if he cares about winning, like however much he says he cares about winning, and he wants to get that bleeping trophy back or die trying or whatever. Yes, he wants to spew, and he doesn't want to look like a complete fraud. Even if they make the playoffs, he should be fired. I mean, he should be fired even if they make the playoffs, and everyone knows it. And the only reason he wasn't fired last year was because of his contract extension that he signed after Middleton gave all the money to Bryce Harper. Like, <laughs> like seriously, seriously, if, 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 if John Middleton is what he says he is or what he thinks he is and this – Savior of the franchise. I mean, even if they make the playoffs, it should be gone. There is no realistic circumstance in which MacLenzak should, or and Andy McPhail. Like it's not even MacLenzak anymore. Obviously, McPhail should be involved in this as well. Yeah, but McPhail is. I mean, he's I mean, like yeah. a, he's like a ghost. He's I mean, we're not here. even sure. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Like, absolutely, get clean house, but. I mean, it comes down to Matt Clentak. That guy has to go. No, I know. And, and McPhail, we're not even sure his key card still works. Like, <laughs> I don't think he knows if his key card still works. Uh, and there's the ball game. I mean, gee, whatever. What did you expect him to actually come back there? I mean, oh, come on, Jack. I mean, you're always. So, you're you. Th- it is perfect that this is named High Hopes because you are the easiest sell on the planet. You you always believe for for someone who is somewhat cynical at times and. You know, uh, has an edge to his humor and whatnot. You with the Phillies are such a friggin' sucker. It's hilarious. I don't. I don't <laughs> care. I don't. I don't care. I. I love them. I. You I know, know. You know. And I do too. And, I just. I just. I see them for what they are. I it, think it maybe it's that I grew up with the Phillies being 
you know, the worst team in the history of sports and, and had a lot longer and more of that than you did when you were growing up. That could be part of it, maybe, but yeah, I mean, I I grew up during the funny. I grew up during the best run in franchise history. I know, so I know. I've I've only experienced good Phillies, which is a disaster for the rest of my life. Um, <laughs> no, no, it just I don't know, you know, and, and I, like because honestly, when I watch the games, I'm like, oh, here, here, here it comes and whatnot, and like people are like, oh, you're so like you know negative or pessimistic. It's like no, dude, like I just. I just love them. I just love this team, and I just, I just feel so, just disappointed and sad because, like, they're if they if they didn't have the <laughs> legitimately the second worst bullpen, so they're gonna go from the fourth best second half bullpen ARA in baseball last year to the second worst bullpen in the history of the sport a year later. I think we should just point. You think you think you think uh, Andy points that out in his, his postseason press conference? Oh yeah, he's probably telling it to all the people at his retirement home. Yeah, 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 down in Arizona or something. Um like it, it, it's just it's so hard. It's so hard to sit down every night and and get a lead, which again, they've had a lead in 43 of 49 of their games this year. And just and just lose again and again and again. And knowing that if they had not the second worst bullpen in the history of the sport, that they could be a legitimate contender. Obviously, the Dodgers are unbelievable, and they're definitely a better roster. But there, there's NLC, NLCS potential with everything on this team besides the bullpen. And they're going to limp into the playoffs. They're going to play. Maybe, the, Jack. Maybe, maybe. I mean, at uh, whatever. This point, whatever. Like, I know. Like, I know. I got I mean, it. I know. Seriously. And, and again, hopefully so. Hopefully this just keeps rolling. I mean, at this point, just root for them to just crater. Get Clentag out of here. It's my only thing. I don't care about anything else with the Phillies right now other than Matt Clentag being gone. That's how strongly I feel about it. I might not. Once the season's over and we ride this out with the High Hopes listeners, who not only would we never lie to, we would never um, do anything to hurt or, or uh, you know, anything like that. But I might... I might go on strike from the High Ups podcast until Matt Lentag is fired after the season's over. I'll ride out the season, but I, I'm I'm so angry, Jack. Uh, I wish I wish I could I wish I could I wish I could talk your talk you back into him, but <laughs> no, you don't think so. You don't you don't feel that? No, no, and it's like you know you try and you try, and honestly, like uh, maybe a month ago, like they they felt like a good baseball team. It didn't. I it, know we 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 titled a, a podcast not too long ago. The Phillies are a good baseball team, and that's okay. Yeah, they're, they're just, not. They're, they're just, not a good baseball team. No, no. They're, uh, again, they're 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 they're. they're that's the thing is that, like you said, they are a good baseball team in two out of the three areas of baseball. But that one area is so horrendously, disastrously, historically bad that they are not a contender. Like that alone makes them not a contender. That's how bad it is. I know. <laughs> I uh... I watch it every night. I know, I know, but I know. I sit there and I put on my 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 clown face mask and 
just look like an idiot. I feel like an idiot every night. I feel like an idiot. <laughs> I know it does. It does really. Again, it does feel like some form of weird uh, elective torture that we put ourselves through. Like it's... it is, and again, especially you know, again, a, a night like tonight, a perfect example, a nice six-three lead, and and you just sit there knowing waiting expecting and it just sucks man it sucks brandon workman oh dude can we never see that guy again can can we please just drive him away somewhere put him on an airplane to anywhere like give him his money and let him walk away never ever ever pitch him again in a phillies game can we do that jack he might be he might be worse than, than Chad Qualls, which I didn't think was possible. But it's it's Qualsian esque. Um, I Qualsian esque. I just I just hate him. I hate him, and it might not even be just sports hate. Like it might just be actual hate. Like I might just I might just hate him. Just straight up hate him. Oh, he's so bad. Every time, like even Phelpsy. Even Phelps, he had a good outing tonight. I mean, he struck out, what, two or three? I mean, whatever. He was he, Phelps, he was just about to turn a corner. And then and then Workman goes to work, and it's just like, oh, Brandon Nimmo sucks and is like the biggest loser in baseball. It hits an absolute tank off him. And it's like, oh, here we go. Like, seriously, man, why do you have to suck every single time you get in? Like, And, and he, why does Joe Girardi keep putting him in these spots? Well, I mean... What is Brandon? I know we don't have anything. I know, but like, just pitch JoJo. Pitch somebody. I mean, like, uh, can JoJo just pitch every inning for the bullpen? Can we have? Has any one man ever been a one man bullpen? Because I, I want JoJo to be that Jack. Yeah, well, especially because the lefties that came in tonight. I mean, yeah, the lefties lefties are up in the ninth. I, I look. I know he doesn't have a lot of options, but. Brandon Workman can't see high leverage situations. That that's the point. Like, not that anyone else can. I get it. Like, this bullpen sucks ass. They all suck. I get it. I'm not blaming Joe Girardi on a on a macro scale. I just think tonight specifically, and just in general. Like, I don't know. Put Workman in the sixth. The sixth, I I don't know. It just feels like he's always coming in in big spots. Yeah, I mean, let him let him try to get into a rhythm. I mean, he sucks anyway, but you know, at least try to get him some not high leverage innings and and see if he can get some jobs done before just <laughs> throwing him back out there. It's like it's like Girardi thinks because he was in the AL East that he just knows how to get big outs. And I mean, apparently before he got here, he knew how to get big outs. But ever since he's been here, he's sh- like I think he I I. I I think I saw the stat tonight. He has one clean inning in his whole entire Phil's tenure. Like I think he has one clean inning, just wow. just one. Um, wow. I just, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I just feel so beaten down by this team and broken. I didn't even want to record this pod. Like, I, I, I didn't want to. It's eleven thirty at night. I'm tired. I'm angry. I hate this team. I don't have like anything really relevant to add other than I want Matt Clentac on so badly. Like it just all feels honestly, it all feels somewhat pointless till that dude's gone. Till there's a new direction for this franchise. Till we can have some sort of belief that the franchise is in capable hands. And again, look, the owner himself is still 
highly questionable at best, but at least maybe we could have a smart person running the team. And I just, it all feels pointless, Jack. The whole thing feels pointless right now. Yeah. And you know, uh, we don't like, we don't like Clantac at all. And there's going to be some very big consequences for the Phillies. If Matt Clantac is not fired this off season, um, directly from the high hopes podcast. Um, if he's, if he's, if he's not gone this off season, uh, the, the high hopes podcast and its fans and the real fans of this baseball team are going to have something to say about it because I, I, I can't sit through another year of this and, and feeling like my team is a rudderless ship uh, with someone at the helm that doesn't know what he's doing. hasn't made really an interesting move or found under unearthed any gems and has built the second worst bullpen in the history of baseball, which should be repeated and maybe put on a billboard outside of citizens bank park until he's fired. Um, and, and listen, I think Clintax thinks too, but like, you know, it, it's a self-imposed tax and John Middleton willfully went into the season and didn't let him spend on, on real bullpen pieces. And I understand they got scared away from David Robertson injury and, and whatnot and spending money on bullpen pieces. But ultimately like it, it it's one Clintac not being able to find any gems for the bullpen, and when he does try to find people, it's guys that throw, you know, low nineties and don't really have any interesting stuff. But it's also the owner who is who is not letting his team spend its kind of way out of it um, and signing off on this this bullpen. I mean, the the John John Middleton could have stepped in and be like, all right, no, seriously, go go get some real bullpen pieces. But he signed off on it because he's a big phony. And, uh, yep. And, you know, uh, you know where I stand. I know, that, Jack. I know, I know. It's just fraud, Middleton. Yeah, it's just like, but whatever. I'm gonna bring that effing trophy back. Yep. Before. I'm a right, Philly big, guy. All right, big dog. Yeah, I'm a Philly guy. I wrestled at the Haverford School. You know me. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Cigar is is very strong. I might start using Mr. Cigar more. Nah, it's Cigar Man. Come on, it's not Mr. Cigar, cigar Man. Excuse me. That was a bad job by me. Cigar. I'm tired, Jack. Well, Cigar man. well, good thing you didn't just watch. <laughs> like they should have, oh. they should have swept the Mets. Like they should have swept the Mets. Yeah, they're both legitimately losses were gut punch. They had six three leads late in both losses. Literally, yeah, like, and, actually, like come on. And 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 you know you see some people being like, oh, worst loss of the season. It's like nope, this nope. is this is just another day. <laughs> oh, yeah. so many. So again, like you can rattle them off. Like tonight, last night. The Gene Segura um, running over the mound at the or in the Orioles game, both of those games against the Braves. Certainly, the one, uh, the Saturday one before the nap play was oh my god. The Toronto seven to nothing game, the six to nothing game the other night. Like there's so many. There's it's it's honestly look. This team has been been and you you and I have done a lot of these pods because they've been pretty good at giving us these hard to believe gut punch losses the last three years really but the amount of them that they have packed in to 48 games or whatever it is 49 games whatever they're at right now uh 49 that's it's unbelievable jack it is so much pain in such a small portion of of games it really is astounding Oh, dude! Thank God it's not one sixty-two. I mean, the whole Marlin series. I should have said that too, but certainly the the doubleheader. I mean, uh, the six-toe game that was never one we should have won. But 
Um, I mean, imagine no, but seriously, imagine the, if this the, was, imagine, seven, the seven to five one or whatever it was was the worst. Imagine, imagine if this was one sixty two. Like, what would this be like if it was one sixty two? And uh, uh, and and JT is not playing this weekend, according to uh, Girardi. So sure, yeah. <laughs> just, you know what? Good, lose out, <laughs> lose out, buddy. I mean, look, the 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 four against the Nationals, they've obviously dominated the Nationals here, but the Blue Jays are way better than them. The Rays are way better than them. So, yeah. look, you, you hope the Rays don't have anything to play for if you are rooting for the Phillies to get. You know the playoffs, but well, even the, the Rays, the Rays the clinched rate tonight at fifty percent. will still beat the Phillies. I, it's just, <laughs> yeah, I just, I'm so out on this team right now. Yeah, I'm so out, yeah. and it's such a shame too, because like tonight could have been like, not like a super fun pod. I mean, there's so many issues with this team right now, from the Rees injury to the Ariad injury to the Howard injury to this to that. Gene gets hurt tonight, like stayed in, but, um. You know, and tonight, though, still, we had the back-to-back-to-back, the Harper freaking monster shot off the third deck, just the, uh, the hardest, one of the hardest hit balls I've ever seen in that ballpark, just a, a rope. You know, there were fun stuff to talk about, Moniac coming up, but it's just like, I don't care about any of it right now. I just don't. I hate it. I, I, it's, it's sucked all the fun out of this. This team has just sucked all the fun out of baseball. <sighs> Um, this is such a bummer. What a bummer of a pot. I'm very because, sorry. Because beautiful, wonderful, amazing, high hopes listeners. Mm-hmm. I apologize. I just got to be real in how I feel and as I feel. Um, that Harper home run was like what the, the amazing the fur the I would say the third furthest ball I've seen hit at CBP. So the Bonds one, Bonds Howard off Musina. Howard, yeah, I there was one Mike Stanton one that was up there too. A back, I mean, I think he was Mike then. I still call him Mike. How funny is it that I still call him Mike Stanton? It's a bad job by me. There was one Giancarlo Stanton one there that went into Ashburn Alley that's that's I would put up there too. Uh, but yeah, th- those three definitely stand. Well, out to me I don't well. know. I don't know why I do this. Maybe it's just because I, I don't know. Do you? I feel like I only count lefty home runs as the furthest I see. <laughs> like I don't really. Uh, I here, I will agree with you. Lefty home runs are way better than righty home. It's not even close. Like this. I mean, it's such a sweeter swing. Lefty swing is such a sweeter swing, especially the best ones like the Griffies and at, like. I mean, it doesn't get prettier than that, you know. Yeah, like the like. There's like, is there really a pretty right-handed swing? No. No, I mean no. like I think Manny Manny had a pretty right hand swing. Tatis Machado swing, but like Manny did, he kind of had that hand thing at the end that was cool. But like not many, to be fair. Like, and you can think of so many left handed swings where you're like, wow, what a swing! It's such a such a weird sport. It's, like, it's such a I know, I know. It's such a I weird know. sport. Um, all right. Um, yeah. So the Phillies, uh, everything's fine. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's let's. Yeah. Let's just get through everything. And I mean, like, we'll what try. do you want to talk about? Let's talk about Moniac. How about oh, that, let's Jack? talk about let's, Mick. Let's brighten it up a little bit. Mick, our yeah. our guy, friend of the pod, hell of an interview, by the way. Uh, he was awesome when we had him on. Like a real good talker. Um, Mick. How you feeling? The the I should have started this podcast talking about Jackie Sources, yeah, newsbreaker Jack Fritz. Listen, all I do is break minor baseball <laughs> transactions, and if you want that kind of insight, I mean, some are saying I'm the woge of that, but. <laughs> 
And I don't. Stop making me laugh so loud. My daughter's sleeping. I don't, I don't want to take a direct shot, but if if Jim Salisbury could step, step his game up, because there's a there's a new dog in town. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So so listen. Oh the, my god. The the sources were swirling on. <laughs> oh, Hashtag moniac moniac season. Eyeball eyeball eyeball. So inside inside. Uh, ba- I don't know if this is inside baseball, just inside uh, Jackie Source's brain, is yes. that I was like 99% sure he was coming up. Like, had actually checked with some people and whatnot. But that was the old, uh, oops, maybe not today. We'll see next week or something. Like, it was the, it was the, uh, I don't really want to break it in case I'm wrong thing. Yeah, it was, it was the cover. You could have been like, oh, I was just watching Moniac highlights yeah, or whatever. Yeah. It, it was, there was a way out. It was not sources. Mickey right. Moniac is being called up by the Phillies. Right, right, right. But then, yes. but then, as soon as it went down, it was like, oh, that's what he was talking about. But uh, if, if I nothing, saw, I, I saw the phrase, credit or jack yep. fritz had first on yep. twitter and i almost spit out whatever's <laughs> in my mouth in the moment yeah and uh i don't want to rip t-mac uh because t-mac is a friend and and whatnot but you know the, the 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 jim salisbury was had this before everyone else well i would like to say i had it two hours before salisbury so um if, if we could please give credit where credit's due even though i didn't fully commit to him being called up but i was 99 percent sure he was coming up so um but yes mickey mickey is up um and you know it's been it's been a journey um you know it's it's really it's really a shame he got picked number one overall and honestly like um I don't remember like this like less buzz about, about a number one overall pick in any sport debuting um being called up but um yeah I like listen he was doing some things at AAA that were really interesting um he's starting to flash and pop I mean he did almost hit a ball out tonight in his first at bat which is awesome um and i think there's a i think there's a future a future major league quality center fielder in there and i do i think he's gonna live up to being the number one pick in the draft no because he probably shouldn't have been the number one pick in the draft but there was never a consensus that year anyway um even though it probably should have been senzel and it's not like senzel's been amazing but um yeah no and and i i i legitimately like moniac and uh i was actually surprised tonight like i was surprised by some of the at-bats because the one thing that had been the major cause for concern for most of his minor league career was he would chase out of the zone he he couldn't he wasn't great on pitch recognition and i thought for the most part tonight he was pretty good pitch pitch recognition so um yeah and it's just it's just exciting seeing the young dudes come up and um just just being able to see him get up after everything he's kind of gone through of pressure being the number one overall pick and whatnot and let's see if let's see if he has something he he's coming up here with not really huge expectations which i think could be a good thing and um i i hope they give him some starts down the stretch and he should give them plus defense if they want to play him in left field and could be a solid defender if they play him in center field so yeah let's just let's see what the kid has yeah look he's only 22 which I know, I know. It's you know he was number one pick, but it was so long ago that I think 
You're not the high ups listeners, but I think a lot of people out there don't realize that he's still so young uh, comparatively. Look, again, Alec Bohm is up in the majors and crushing, but he's 24, like taking years after Mickey Moniak. Moniak was a young high schooler when drafted. And, and you know, I think his body takes time to fill out. Like he's finally starting to, to have the size he needed. Um, so, yeah, look, I, I think that. Like you said, he's not going to be a, a, a superstar or anything like that, but he could be a major league player. And I, I, I totally agree with the sentiment of your point that, you know, it, it is a shame for him that he was the number one overall pick, other than, of course, the, the money that comes with that. Um, but because there was a lot of pressure placed on him, and it was really a draft where, you know, and, and look, the results have proven it out. I mean, none of the guys, you know, none of the first rounders have really turned into anything special so far. Like, it wasn't. Um, you know, it wasn't a real stacked class. And, you know, of course, just the Phillies luck that the year that they're the worst team in the league, they, they get, you know, a crap class. But um, I'm with you. I think if there weren't all that pressure and a lot less uh, expectation, I think Moniak could turn into a solid player for the Phillies. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, actually, I mean, the, the second through re- whatever, the rest of the draft is probably actually better than the first round. I mean, yeah. Bieber, Alonzo. Um, Saval yeah, like probably way Lisa. better. Yeah, it's way better. Yeah, uh, Nate. None Lowe. of those type of guys in the first round that are like the the bona fide stars. No, like Gavin Lux has a chance. Ian Anderson. Um, but yeah, and and listen, I, I, he's not like I don't. When you hear number one overall pick, you always think like superstar has to be a superstar, superstar. Like he's probably gonna be at best a starting caliber major league center fielder that could maybe hit 20 homers and best case scenario i think for me like my best case scenario for moniac is 280 330 if he can hit if he can hit 280 and have a 330 obp and hit 20 homers i'm really happy with that uh and he honestly he kind of is following a similar track that nimmo took i mean nimmo was the same kind of thing he was the 13th pick in the draft took a little bit to get up but the one difference there well i think moniac's a better defensive player than than nimmo is but nimmo always had the great eye moniac doesn't hasn't hasn't really shown that coming up throughout the minor leagues but i think there's a good player in there and uh not not really a fair test you know coming up tonight i mean he goes from Lugo, who surprisingly got shelled, um, to Familia, to Edwin Diaz, and what was it Chase and Shreve in the middle there? Um, so yeah, no, it's but it's I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited. I, I after his interview with us, you know, I was already kind of in, and I think you were like kind of in. But after he talked to us, it was like, ah, oh, this is our dude. Like we just, uh, yeah, he was great. Yeah, like he were. Like, no offense to the other guys we had because they were all awesome. He was definitely the best interview that day that we had with multiple guys. And, again, I, I thought just a, a great interview, period. Like, had fun, was loose, you know, messed around with us a bit. Like, I thought he was a, a great talker. I was really impressed with him from that perspective. For yeah, sure. and, and honestly, like, the his swing just looks more powerful. I mean, when he, when he got drafted, it was very – single you know double approach but he yeah well that first at bat it looked like he he had a chance to kind of he just kind of missed it it looked like you know a little bit more on that that gets out yeah um exactly so listen i'm, I'm excited i hope they give him some, some starts down the stretch here i know he got caught up because of the injuries and stuff but 
you know, it doesn't hurt to see what you can get out of the out of your uh, former number one overall pick. That was starting to really uh, show some things up in the uh, alternate sites. So fun stuff all around. But that's about oh yeah, it. all around. Oh, all around, all around. <laughs> now if they could draft some, you know, bullpen pieces, more more guys. All right, what else you got? Because because I'm out. You're out. Yeah. All you've I mean, done... I'm not leaving. I'm just out of things I care about. All you've done is all you've done is be sad the whole podcast. I know, but I brought up Mickey Moniak. That's something. What am I supposed to be excited about right now? I mean, the Phillies are in free fall. They, it's just every night as we talked about is no fun to watch. It's just uh, like I don't know what to be excited about. I'm excited about Matt Clintock being fired. That's uh, that thrills me, Jack. The the prospect of it, the thought of it is. It elates me. Like uh, it's it's uh, I'm it's my fuel. It's my fire. You know, uh, but you know until that happens, I'm just kind of you know, I'm a little disappointed. Well, only eleven more games. <laughs> Please, hopefully. But it's okay. I mean, don't be too down. I mean, Arietta said today. No, look, Arietta. Arietta said. <laughs> said today he'll be back for the playoffs. Oh, terrific. <laughs> Oh my! <laughs> mother. Mm. If you had to, if you had to watch, if you had to watch one playoff game, eh, would you rather have Velasquez out there or Arietta? Arietta, and that's what? Says that. Give me Vinny. Says that. Give me Vinny. How about the fact that tonight was like a a four plus hour game and Vinny wasn't even starting it? What are the odds on that? I mean, aren't they all four hours these days? I know this one felt particularly long though well good thing it wasn't painful too <laughs> oh, man. they lost two or three of the mets man they lost five or seven of the marlins they lost two or three of the mets when they should have swept yeah and and bryce harper hit the like literally a moonshot mm. an, abs- an absolute moonshot I don't, I don't know so what else you got? Uh, what else do you want? Um, <laughs> a new baseball team to report? No, no. You don't want a new to, baseball I, team. What else do I want? To be a Rays podcast? Well, they should have drafted, uh, drafted Nick Bitsko. Yeah, probably should have. No, I like Mick. I like Mick. Like Mick. Yeah. I like Mick Abel. But, um, let's see. What did I have written here? Did you know that Zach Wheeler's fastball is the third most valuable pitch in baseball this year? I do not. That is a really interesting stat. Thank you for bringing it to my attention. I have, I've, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed the Zach Wheeler experience. I have no, like, I know a good amount about advanced stats and and that stuff. I have no idea how they, how they, uh, how they qualify that. Yeah, pitch value. Like, is yeah, it is it average? It's hard. Is I mean, it it's average? a lot of data. It's you know taking the results. I would guess based on. How hard balls are hit off of it, the amount of balls hit off of it, the amount of swings and misses off it. Like I bet you they take all that stuff into account, and there's some sort of algorithm that calculates it all and that tells you what pitch is the most valuable. But again, it's you know, uh, it, while highly scientific, also potentially inexact. You know, well, which is <laughs> mostly every. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's that. Yes. I mean, once again, another Clintac signing. It was Zach Wheeler. Um, actually, in all seriousness, shocked it wasn't Madison Bumgarner. I know, I know. <laughs> Honestly, I, I, it's a miracle. I'll bet it, maybe it was Wheeler just coming to him and saying, "Hey, man, my wife wants to live in the uh, area. Give me market price, and I'll come." Because how else does that get done? 
Yeah, but I mean, hey, I'm very glad Zach Wheeler's here. I mean, me too. The way, like, better than I expected. And I, yep. and I know he's not striking guys out, but on, honestly, when and I thought it was going to come back to to get him, but if it's all for him trying to uh, last deeper into games, I think that's massive. And also, <sighs> Joe, 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 buddy. I feel like everything Joe has done this week has just been wrong, um, which is how it's been gay. a bad week for him. Like, like in theory, the decisions were probably fine, but they just backfired every single time, which was the essence of the Gabe Gapler era. Like, why did you pull Wheeler last night? You know, to to yep. get to to get to Adam Morgan. Like, really, we got to I mean, especially after letting him come out for the inning. It made no sense. Well, and it's like, it's like, man. I get you want to save dudes, but there's two weeks of the playoffs and you're you're 500. You're one game over 500 at that point. Like like can we can we just push them a little bit? I mean, whatever, whatever. It's all BS anyway. Just what else you got? Ugh, whatever. whatever. That's, that's what I've been saying this whole time. Whatever. <laughs> but but like. It's, <laughs> But it's like just let just let Wheeler finish the inning. Like, do you really? Like, I why, agree. Why, You're why, preaching here, I know, bro. I know, but why are we preaching. trying? Preaching. Who's in a rush to get to this bullpen? And you're telling me that Zach Wheeler with 98 in his back pocket, still in the eighth, like is is not a better option than than Adam Morgan? Like, what is that? What is that? Even Blake bad Parker, managing, even Blake it's Parker, let managing. us down tonight. I mean, Blake Parker was becoming like someone that I could trust with my life, and for him to to pull that tonight really hurt. Um, I wouldn't trust him with a sandwich that I was excited to eat. Oh but come yes, on, Stop. he's been he's been he's been good compared to the rest of the crap we have to watch. <laughs> he, the first time he gets into a high leverage situation, it's like, uh-oh. Blake, I'm turning on everybody, Jack. Well, what about Jojo, JoJo Romero? I'm not turning on you, Jojo. I love you, man. I love you. Is that the uh, is that the gift of the year? The... Oh, it's the best. I saw it when it happened. I was like, did he just do what I think he did? That's awesome. Like it was so intense. He's yeah. great. It's I mean, great. it had to hurt. Had he's... to hurt. No way that didn't hurt. No he's... way that didn't hurt. He is certified a uh, Jack Fritz postseason future postseason performer. <laughs> so, oh, lock it in, lock it in, lock it in. He's like, gonna be again, glad. It feels like he's the only guy coming out of that bullpen who thinks he's gonna get outs. <laughs> it feels like he's the only guy, and 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 he is. But I feel like he's the only one who comes out thinking I'm about to get some guys out. Like I feel like everyone else comes in and is like, oh crap, I hope I get these guys out. Yeah, I don't think you're wrong there. Uh, I guess my final thing is uh, so so I saw Nola the other day in in, in where like out and about. Yeah, in Philly, in Philly by my apartment. And look at you, Aaron, and you, best buddies. What'd you say to him? Did you say anything? N- no, I was in my car and I was just like geeking out. I was you're like, like, oh my god, that's Aaron Nola. Yeah, 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 and. You know, I I could have rolled down the window and and said something like I didn't know, but then again, see, I don't know how to handle myself when I see like I know people I that know. I like famous people. Um, you know, I froze when I saw Hoskins like a month ago. Um, I froze when I saw Rich Doobie at the Hall of Fame. Um, all these <laughs> superstars. I just <laughs> Rich Doobie has never nor will never be called a superstar. Um, I I. <laughs> Rose when he saw Rich do. Who are you? I remember when that happened, and I still am, I'm fl- 
in awe of it. Um, yeah, yeah. You should have rolled down your window yeah, and but what yelled, do I, what do I say? all like, I want in the world is to see you pitch in a playoff game, Aaron. That's yeah, it. Yeah, but here, here's... It would be the truth. You would actually be telling him the truth. Here's what I would have yelled. Did you did you have you learned to pair a change up with your two seamer and is that <laughs> is that the main reason for your for your success this season? Um, I will. Would have been like you know. Here's what you would have yelled. Hey, if you do you have Nick Pavetta's number and if so, will you tell him that I miss him? I would have said, Hey, Aaron, why did you personally let Nick Pavetta down? Do you think? <laughs> Do you think he would have handled that well? Oh um, so yeah, I saw him and like, oh my god, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to say anything because like I don't know, I kind of just my my general philosophy is let people you know just enjoy their day out with whatever. But he was kind of he was sitting outside at a restaurant. And he was kind of opening himself up for people to be like, "Yo, Knowles or whatever. Like, I feel like if I would have rolled my window down, I would have said, like, yo, ace, or whatever. But then I, <laughs> I would have I would have felt like a loser saying... All right, I was just trying to say, in hindsight, it's good that you did not roll your window down. Yeah, so I if think... that's what was going to come out of your mouth. Yeah, because that's what would have come out of my mouth, was, yo, ace. And then I would have <laughs> just God. sounded like an idiot. So, I think I made and the right decision. And then he would have gone to, 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 been talking to someone in the locker room and been like, yo, man, some idiot rolled down yeah. his window, some d-bag and called said yo ace what a loser <laughs> yeah <laughs> or he would have been like yo i saw that jack guy <laughs> yeah and that's, probably what i said that's always tweeting about us and uh yep. he i think you have an inflated opinion of, of your belief that the phillies know who you are what i mean listen <laughs> You asked. Are we done here? Are you, we done here? You, you, I think this podcast has jumped the shark for the evening. You ask anyone in that clubhouse who broke the Moniac news. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, so, you got anything else? Hey, hey, we got a doubleheader against the Jays tomorrow. <laughs> oh, my God. There's nothing I want to do less than watch two Phillies games in one day. And one of them's a Velasquez start. Oh my god! What are we bullpenning the second game? Is well, that? I mean, I don't know what else they're gonna do. Yeah, they're bullpen. I mean, just <laughs> kill me now. <laughs> oh my god! We got Ross Stripling game one. Yeah, right. We're winning that game. Oh god! All right. Nice no, game two. Oh no, it's Eflin versus Ray. We're all right. Oh winner! Listen. I'll say it right now. Listen. Phil's are a lock in game one. (laughs) (laughs) Also, how can anyone mention worst worst loss of the season when the when the the seven run debacle against the Jays? I know. And and the Segura one's worse too, for sure. The Segura running over the mound and missing that pop up. That's worse too. Oh dude, I actually I on I swear to you, I forgot about it. Oh, buddy, how could you forget that one? Oh, that man. one was a was an I've I've never seen a loss like that before. Like well, I was like, what happened? How think, did that I, just happen? I, I think the one that broke me was the Marlins last Thursday. The six. Yeah, that's the yeah. The, that one was that one was that one was tough, man. Listen, one day we'll look back and laugh. <laughs> oh yeah, you think so? <laughs> I'm sorry, high hopes listeners. I wish we could give you some positivity, but. I think they're feeling just how we're feeling. I know. If I had to guess. Yeah, yeah. I don't think people are tuning into this podcast for like <laughs> yeah, a. No one's listening anywhere anyway, so it's all good. 
right. Two more uh, tomorrow. Two, we'll be back Sunday. Can't wait. It's going to be super fun. 12 o'clock. Uh, all right. We'll see you guys later. He's Fritz from Seltzer. See ya.